Welcome to the UCLA Anderson Fully Employed MBA Program Podcast. My name is Dylan Stafford. I am your host this week, and uh, we have a leadership podcast this week. We have two very special guests. We have this year's co-presidents of Fambassadors. Uh, with us on the on the podcast today is Geeta Rajan, who is a production, product integration manager at Wells Fargo, who commutes to UCLA Anderson from San Francisco and is in, has done the flex section, and she'll tell you more about that. And um, the other co-president, serving his second year as co-president, we're grateful to have him back with us, is Blair Nichols, who is uh, at the, this is, we're recording this Friday afternoon, Friday afternoon of his first week in a brand new job. He is at BeautyCon, and he's been there since Monday after doing an internship this summer, which he'll tell you about, and his new job is as chief of staff, and he'll explain more about that. So, Hi, guys. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you, Dylan. Excited to be here. Thanks, Dylan. And if uh, if we have the, if the timing sounds a little bit off, it's because we're all physically not in the same place. Uh, Gita, why don't you tell people, where, where are you physically right now? Um, yep, I'm based in San Francisco in the Bay Area. So you're, you're logging in remotely from the, from the Bay Area. And then where, where are you located at the moment, Blair? I am not too far away. I'm in the middle of Hollywood, California. All right. So we have San Francisco, Hollywood, and Westwood all represented on the call. We're all here together. And uh, we have three-thirds to our, to our podcast today. The first is we'd like to overview for our listeners just what is the Fambassador experience. Uh, we have various levels of participation, just members at large, but we also have a couple different levels of leadership. And uh, Blair and Geetha are going to walk us through some of that because here we are at the start of the quarter and it's, it's time to jump in. If you're in the current student body, we want you to know that you are always invited to support anything that we're doing. And if you're a prospective student listening to this podcast, you know, when you get here as a student, you can yourself be a Fambassador, but even between now and the time that school starts, you will be meeting Fambassadors at Super Saturday admission interviews at uh, Fembapalooza next summer, all along the way as you as you um, onboard and, and become a, a UCLA Anderson MBA student. So um, that'll be the first part of our podcast. Then we're going to uh, let you hear each of our co-presidents' individual personal life and career journeys, because they've each highly, highly, highly customized their FEMBA experience. Geetha coming from India to the United States, um, moving from Boston to San Francisco during the program, taking advantage of Flex, and uh, Blair uh, really recreating his career, u- utilizing the opportunity to do an internship and, uh, as I said, starting a brand new job. And both of our interviewees today, of course, are halfway into the Global Access Program, the GAP experience. So we're just going to cover a lot of ground in this podcast. So let's get right to it. Enough of hearing from me. Let me um, turn the interview over to you, Blair, to start with. Why don't um, you you tell the people who are listening some of the things about Fembassador that you wanted to, to highlight? Sure. So I wanted to talk a little bit about our new leadership structure this year. Um, whether you're a current student or prospective student, the Anderson Student Association um, is the group that runs all of the clubs, and generally those are full-time and Femba students. And so usually the way leadership positions work is that your first year you're considered for first-year director positions, and in your second year, you can either run to be a president of a club or be a vice president. Uh, two notable exceptions, of course, are the FEMBA Council and ambassadors. and generally, FEMBAs are on campus for three years or participating for three years, so uh, 
uh, we saw an opportunity to kind of expand our leadership into an executive committee. And this year, we've got Ethan and myself, as Dylan mentioned, serving as co-presidents. And then we have three second-year students serving as executive vice presidents. And they are breaking down their responsibilities by the different verticals of activities we do as ambassadors. So one of our EVPs is handling internal events events that are on campus for uh, various admissions activities, and that's Yamini Muppet. And we also have Rob Abundo handling off-campus events like MBA conferences and Corporate Connect. Um, and the third EVP is Steph Chilato, and she is handling online activities. So Keith and I um, are kind of serving over those three folks, and soon we'll be reaching out to our first and second year students to apply for first year director positions and VP positions to work alongside our executive committee. And we just thought that this was a really great way to expand the opportunities and grow the leadership at Ambassadors. And, and Blair, let me ask a follow-up question. You're, you're a leader in several different Anderson Student Association clubs here on campus. When people ask you you know, how do I know if Ambassador is a place I'd like to volunteer my time? You know, what what kind of people do you think uh, would most appreciate or enjoy participating in the Ambassador experience? Great question. Thanks. Um, I think Ambassador is, of course, I might be a little biased, but I think it's a great opportunity for everyone uh, who's a Femba. As I mentioned uh, recently to the new class of 2019 at their Leadership Foundation, everyone is going to be an ambassador to someone in their life at some point. So whether you're having a conversation with a colleague at work, one of your friends, maybe it's a sibling or cousin or anyone, people are going to ask you questions about your MBA experience, about being a FEMBA, about juggling work and school. So I feel like everyone at some point is going to be doing the same kind of thing that the ambassadors do in, you know, the formal or informal activities. So anyone who wants to, you know, just share their experience. And as I was sharing with the incoming class, anyone that wants to get better at articulating their story, who wants to be able to share with their manager exactly why they feel that this MBA experience is valuable, who wants a better opportunity to kind of shape how they talk about their MBA experience as they're interviewing for internships or do jobs like I've been doing recently. Um, it's really a great opportunity to kind of practice some of those things. And the nice thing is it's a pretty low-pressure situation. The, the folks that you're talking to are usually candidates who are hoping to get into the program, so you're in a pretty comfortable position. So you get to practice on a nice, willing, open, receptive audience and really hone in on the key points that you want to share with, with the other people in your life as well. Thanks. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah, at one level, everybody is an ambassador for UCLA every time we carry our computer bag or get identified on LinkedIn. And then for ambassadors, just to, you know, if you want to, if you want to attend the open houses and meet and greet people, if you want to participate with the Super Saturday interviews, um, you know, once, once you become a leader in the program, very often in, in admissions, oh, we have a female engineer who'd like to talk to a female engineer, you know, and, oh, we have someone from Seattle who'd like to talk to someone in Seattle, or, oh, we have someone who's really curious about flex, you know, and like that. And then, you know, uh, well, we'll transition to Geetha. Like, what, which event were you doing this week, Geetha, up in San Francisco? Was it a, it was a happy hour, right, that you were participating with? Yep. Uh, so the admissions team actually hosted um, a mixer um, in San Francisco. I think we initially anticipated about 10 or 15 students, but we ended up getting over 30 students. Uh, the response has been enormous. Like, I've 
got so many emails from people asking me questions and also letting us know how how great the event was. And I think what people really like is the personal connection that you can build to Anderson even before you're actually a student. So the questions that you can actually get answered, um, the connections you can build, I think really, really goes a long way. Yes, and then, and it is, you know, like this is what we always appreciate about Fambassadors from a staff perspective, which is people will ask you all questions that they won't ask us. And it's not because they don't trust us or they don't like us. It's just that maybe they don't feel like it's appropriate to ask us. But these are important questions that people need answers to, to, to do the, the vetting and the, the, the due diligence that everybody who's serious about a top flight MBA experience, you know, a top tier MBA like UCLA, you should go in with your eyes wide open, with full information, with full understanding of the time, the rigor, the, you know, how hard are the exams, how tough are the faculty, you know, how, and, you know, for you, Gita, you know, what's, what's it like to do flex and to, and to commute from, with an airplane to school, you know, all those, you know, so those are questions we, we do our best as a staff to answer, but people really want to shake hands and make eye contact and ask someone who can speak to it. You know, you guys are our moment of truth as we as we meet the public and help people decide that UCLA is where they want to make that investment in their their own graduate education. So thank you and and you know, happy hours are fun. So hey, that's all good. Well, Gita, um, what are some things um, as as co-president that that you can kind of build on from from Blair's opening that people would be aware of for for Fembassador as we as we get ready for this year. Sure. Uh, we have a new vertical for, called the online events, which we hadn't had before. Um, this consists of like the pre-admit, post-admit, and kind of the online experience. Um, pre-admit chats, which we, is a key source of information for prospective students. It's really a chance for you to open up and, like Dylan, you were mentioning, really a chance to ask those questions which you would never ask an admissions officer. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a chance to connect with students. The post-admit activities is really an effort to engage and welcome the newly admit students, providing them with the right resources to answer any other questions or concerns they may have on Anderson. Um, the online experience is really to oversee our ambassador page and any inputs that you can provide to really enhance that online experience. Um, something new that we've actually started this year uh, is our diversity and inclusion. So uh, the VPs and the directors will essentially serve as a liaison between the admissions and the identity clubs of the underrepresented minorities. And these could include Latinos, African Americans, women, LGBT, and these are just to name a few. Um, so the new initiative that we definitely want to launch um, is we'd like to pilot some of the social media outreach initiatives, trying to see what it is to really be a FEMBA, trying to get into their work life, trying to really understand what it is to be them working in a busy day and how do they actually balance school activities. So I think we really have an exciting um, line of events for students. Yeah, I really appreciate the thinking that you and Blair have put into the the structure um, for this year because we, you know, Fambassador evolves every year and and you guys are, are, are thinking about what are quote unquote customers need in parallel to what we're thinking about on staff. On on the staff side this year we, we have this seventy five twenty five goal that seventy five percent of our time as we interface with uh, the class of twenty twenty in the in the perspective and the application and the new admit stages of the year, that seventy five percent of our efforts are helping people customize 
for themselves, and only 25% is reminding people that, you know, hey, we're a great program, best ranked program for 21 years running, and, you know, all these all these pride points that we think are so important, people actually kind of know all that. We want really more, more and more customization so that, okay, I'm making a transition out of accounting and into marketing. How does Anderson help me do that? You know, am I going to feel welcome at Anderson? that we want people to know just how flexible the program is. Anything else about Fembassador from, from either of you before we kind of share your your professional, personal stories? Yeah, let me just expand a little bit, Dylan. You mentioned some of the activities that we do. Geetha mentioned, you know, a lot of the online things that we've been doing and are, and are launching, but just so everyone's aware, um, on campus, as Dylan mentioned, we have Super Saturdays where most candidates come and interview um, in rounds one, two, and three, so those take place throughout the year. It's, you know, about four to five hours on a Saturday where you can come and interview prospective candidates or just chat with them uh, before and after their interviews, answer questions, make them feel a little bit more at ease, and as Dylan mentioned, make those connections for them and help make sure they get all the information they need um, about the program, about the culture, everything. Uh, so there's also welcome events on campus. Once people have been admitted, there's open houses for prospective candidates, and there's just a variety of different things that occur on campus throughout the year where we ask ambassadors to come and either speak on a panel or just be there to kind of network and, and chit-chat with uh, prospective students and answer their questions. Off campus, uh, we do attend some MBA fairs, uh, so if, especially if you're a flex student in another city outside of LA, you might be asked to come and share your perspective with uh, candidates who attend those MBA fairs. We also launched um, a Corporate Connect program, which I think is, is pretty awesome and, and gives another great opportunity for people to go and speak at companies. Um, maybe they work at that company and they you know, have the opportunity to do kind of a lunch and learn with their peers and colleagues talking about Femba and Anderson and you know, maybe sharing you know, what they're, they're going through. Or it may be a company that you'd like to you know, get into or learn more about. So you may volunteer to go and give a presentation at, at one of those companies in, in LA or in wherever you um, are located. So we have a lot of different opportunities on campus, of course, while you're here for class or just if you are, are coming to study or coming for other activities, you can kind of combine and, and also help out with ambassadors. Or wherever you're based or live, you'll be able to also share your experience at various chat happy hours like Geetha mentioned and some lunches that we do on weekends as well with prospective students. Exactly. As as great as it was for, for Geetha and team to host 30 people in San Francisco at a happy hour, imagine you know getting to be in front of 30 of your colleagues at work and talk about your UCLA Anderson experience. You know, we love our corporate connect. You know, how can we how can we go to the companies where our students are, are coming from and, and be on campus and um and that's a big expansion of what we're offering this year. So um anything about how people should know to get involved this year? our call for leadership applications, so if you want to get involved as a first-year director in one of uh, the divisions or as a VP, um, you'll have that opportunity to do so soon, and otherwise, we'll be putting out emails when there's a Super Saturday coming up or other activities, even if you don't want to serve as a leader, uh, we'll be on the lookout for emails asking for volunteers at those uh, specific events, and uh, you might hear from your internal section reps you might hear from a variety of different places so just keep your ears open if, if you know you don't if you know you don't want to necessarily be a leader but you'd like to help out sometimes there'll be uh, a multitude of opportunities 
Fantastic. Well, um, thank you for being the co-presidents, because uh, Ambassador, you know, we're the only school on the West Coast that's growing, and uh, we're, we do that because of, of a great program, but, but we do that because great people are willing to take extra time out of their life to talk about a great program. So thank you guys for your leadership. So let's let's pivot now and and let people know a little bit more about each of your stories. As I promised, we'd start with with Geeta. So this is Geeta Rajan. As I introduced earlier, she's currently working at Wells Fargo as a as a manager there. Um, but Geeta, you know, let's why don't you introduce people to yourself and 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 tell a little bit about your your personal professional educational journey because um, you're really crafting a very interesting life for yourself. So why don't why don't we begin with with your story? Absolutely. Thanks, Dylan. Um, so I'm currently based in San Francisco. Um, I work with Wells Fargo as uh, part of the product management team. So I was born and raised in Bangalore, a beautiful city in the southern part of India. Uh, I followed a very traditional path of studying engineering and graduated with a major in computer science. Trying to break the stereotypical expectations from a woman, I was actually able to relocate to one of India's largest cities, Mumbai, uh, and join a top technology firm. I was given an opportunity there to move to the States and kind of lead a sizable project with EDS and now HP. Um, I moved around quite a bit in the States. I think I uh, lived in Texas, I moved to San Fran, I moved to Boston, and then now I'm back to San Fran. Um, just uh, being a strategy consultant, I think I've done a lot of the uh, exhausting travels and also had a lot of idiosyncrasies associated with the travel lifestyle. On the personal front, I married, um, got married a few years ago um, in the most in- unconventional Indian wedding ever. I think I broke several traditions uh, while doing this, but honestly, happier than ever. <laughs> uh, to acquire a more stronger and um, academic foundation in business management and advance my career, I enrolled into Yusri uh, Anderson's MBA program, and that has truly been life-changing experience for me. Now tell tell people a little bit about your your during Fimba experience. You you were on a you you were on the Net Impact Case Challenge. You were a finalist on that, or maybe tell anybody about Gap, or about about Flex because you've you've had the experience of Flex from Boston and now Flex from San Francisco, right? Yeah, uh, in fact, I travel more often than um, a typical Flex schedule right now that I'm in San Francisco. But I think Boston was uh, an experience in itself. Uh, it's a Prior to joining UCLA, obviously, I've done a lot of research in my application process, uh, visiting different universities, campuses, attending classes. Uh, but I think when I kind of shortlisted, I think UCLA Anderson was like the only school that I wanted to apply to and kind of checked all the boxes for me. Uh, but yes, I was based in Boston back then. Uh, it, it was challenging. Like I've led a consulting lifestyle, which means I've done a lot of long hours of flights, uh, but I think coming to school just for travel just, just took me to a whole new level. Um, it was at least a quarter or two for me to just get used to this new schedule with school commitments. Um, I had to be at work every Monday right after my red eye. So I think that was an extremely challenging experience. Um, a second was, of course, trying to accommodate the different time zones. Uh, based in Boston, I was three hours ahead, while most of my study group classmates were based in California. So it was it was really took a long time for me just to stay up all the nights through our meetings and, of course, be back right up and early to get back to work on the East Coast. Um, this has been some interesting challenges, but I don't think I, could, I would have done this for any other school except Anderson. Wow. And, and you so you commuted from Boston for your first year, then moved back to San Francisco. So you've commuted from San Francisco for your second year, correct? That, that is correct. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. So people listening, you know, we have one of the most flexible deliveries possible, but as you hear, you know, Gita is the one who's doing all the hard work to make it fit to her, you know, specific career needs right now. Yeah, uh, and I just want to mention that I don't think it was really school that ever stopped me from participating in any school activities. Um, I've managed to be an internal rep and represent the FAMBA Council for all three years of my uh, in my, my school, and another final year I'm still an internal rep. I'm, of course, the co-president, and I've been associated with ambassadors right from the start. Um, so I got some leadership opportunities there. Um, I got to work on some amazing case competition outside my class. So Net Impact was one of them uh, where we kind of helped out uh, a team or a nonprofit organization kind of with their go-to-market strategy. And in fact, we were a finalist team there. Um, I also ended up pursuing an academic internship with an LA-based startup um, as a product strategy and marketing director. So I think it's more of a personal preference of what you want to get from the program and how much you can actually do. Now, explain to people, what when you say an academic internship, what, what did that mean? Sure. So, um, it, usually in an internship, you need to like quit your job, kind of pursue the OCR route or the on-campus recruitment route and kind of enroll as an intern, uh, like a typical path that, that uh, Blair actually took. Um, I could not actually leave my current job and I wanted something to kind of just complement my current work experience. So Eastern Technology Program, which is the ETLP part of Anderson, um, is an amazing platform to actually kind of get connected with some of the startups in LA or in the San Francisco area. Here people are coming up with brand new opportunities where you can get to work uh, on technology opportunities right from scratch. It could be on their marketing team, it could be on the product strategy, product management, um, or simply just helping the company launch. Um, I think it was a it was an extremely positive experience for me to learn how uh, what really it, it is to work in a startup. Oh, that's great. Well, um, before we transition over to hear from Blair, I guess just my my final question. So you're you're halfway through the Global Access Program experience, or maybe a little more than halfway through. Um, anything you'd like to share with people about your your Gap experience? Where's your Where's your company located? Uh, they're uh, based in New Zealand. Oh, okay. So a healthcare company. A healthcare company from New Zealand. Okay. And do you guys feel like you're on pace towards the finish line? Yeah. Um, so we've been doing a lot of extensive travel in the United States. So I went to a conference in Boston, and I also happened to uh, visit one of their headquarters locations in Cleveland. Um, two of my teammates are in New Zealand right now. Um, and yeah, while it's uh, been a lot of work, I think we've definitely truly enjoyed this experience. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, uh, you know, just, you know, you got a couple months to go and it'll be here before you know it. Um, so this is uh, Geetha Rajan that we've been hearing. And now we're going to transition over and, and hear a little bit about a very different but also interesting career um, pathway from, from Blair. So Blair Nichols, why don't you introduce people to your career journey thus far, two years plus into FEMBA? Sure. Um, so... I was was born in Denver and moved around a little bit as I was growing up, but I, I started my at undergrad in D.C. at American University, and I thought I was headed for law and government, but quickly realized that wasn't what I wanted to do, so I switched to literature and communications. I ended up moving to New York right after undergrad to 
attend the Columbia Publishing Course, which was pretty much a six-week boot camp for, for publishing, and I started right after that program ended at HarperCollins, and HarperCollins was the first publisher to have their own in-house speakers bureau, so I was the assistant to the director there, and our responsibility was just booking authors for speaking engagements. From there, I joined Greater Talent Network, one of the largest lecture agencies in the U.S., um, and they had a partnership with both Hachette Book Group and Simon & Schuster Publishers. So I was brought on after uh, two whole years of experience at HarperCollins to help get those two bureaus up and running, and Greater Tell Network kind of did all of the operations for those two bureaus while the two publishing houses supplied the talent, so the authors. So I worked with both the editorial and publicity teams at both uh, publishing houses to figure out who would be the best fit and then marketed and sold um, those authors for lecture engagements as well. I was doing that for a few years in New York when I realized that I wanted to really expand my business acumen and actually get um, some business education since I was a, I got a BA in literature, as I mentioned. So I started looking into MBA programs, and I wanted to stay focused on media and entertainment. So UCLA uh, definitely emerged as my top choice, having uh, the uh, entertainment management program that you could specialize in, and also being in Los Angeles, I wanted to expand my network outside of New York and uh, make the shift to the West Coast. So. Uh, a funny thing kind of happened to me. I started out as a full-time candidate and got recruited for a job in L.A. before I could even uh, decide whether or not I, that was going to be the, the best choice for me. And so I made the decision to take the job and then ultimately reapply to the part-time program so I could continue in my career. And um, since I had already relocated to L.A., began as a FEMBA um, in 2014. Uh, along the way, you know, I wanted the stability of my current job to kind of ease myself into going to school part-time and, and, and balancing that. Um, but after I'd been in the program for two years and I started taking electives um, and, and focusing on entertainment courses like entertainment strategy and, and entertainment business models, I really wanted to take advantage of the opportunity to do an internship in entertainment here in L.A. Uh, so I could make that shift. And if you know anything about the entertainment business, you know it's, it's pretty difficult to get your foot in the door um, if you don't have something like that to kind of move you over. So I thought that would be a, a really great way uh, to get myself started. So I, I landed at DreamWorks Animation this summer. I found out that I got the internship the day after they announced the merger with NBC Universal. So it was a pretty interesting and exciting time to be there over the summer. I helped uh, the production strategy team work on a uh, change management strategy uh, for all of the technology updates that they're doing uh, for the production process, but I also helped with uh, getting them ready for some of the meetings and the, the merger with NBC Universal. So that was really great. And um, halfway through the summer, I realized, you know, with everything going on there, it was pretty unlikely that it would turn into a, a full-time position. So I began looking for something new and uh, ultimately landed, as, as Dylan mentioned at the beginning of the the podcast um, at BeautyCon Media, so this is my my first week there. Um, so yeah, that's been my my career through Fumbon. It's it's been awesome that I could continue my career and balance that, but also have the option to uh, take an internship that kind of moved me out of my old position and uh, kept me kept me moving into the to the business that I wanted to be in. Well, congratulations, and, and you have a chief of staff role at at BeautyCon Media, correct? That's right. They actually call it the chief of 
stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, the chief of stuff. I like it. And uh, yeah, so, so there's some there's some companies in New York like MediaLink, I guess that that they they modeled the position after. So it's pretty funny. So uh, that startup life that that Giza mentioned is is, is what I'm part of. <laughs> Well, that's great. Well, you know, and they always talk about the first 90 days being so important when you when you take any new job. And, oh, my God, you're taking an hour out of your life the very first week. So, you know, as always, um, thank you for the the time you dedicate to the school because, you know, and, and Gita, too, it's um, it adds up and it makes a difference. And uh, and it's in everybody. All of us. Our time is precious. Um so, so you know, I just hope that the it's just tough a brand new job in the middle of gap. That's kind of a lot, isn't it? Yeah, luckily, um, I, I did the Anderson Exchange. I, I went to Tokyo to Waseda University this summer. Um, you have the option of doing either an exchange with a foreign business school during the summer or going on one of the immersion trips. So I took advantage of that and went to Tokyo so that I, I wouldn't take an elective this fall and could focus on gap, uh, knowing that I would either be job hunting or job starting and so luckily landed on the ladder um it's it is a, a bit to juggle because gap can be kind of all consuming you could really give you know 40 hours a week to just gap if you wanted to um but i've been able to to balance it and it's uh it's yeah we'll see <laughs> we'll see how it goes ultimately but so far it's, it's been it's been good because i've got a great team and and we're on top of things and, and things have been going well well, that's definitely a busy summer with with an internship and and uh, an exchange experience in Tokyo. Had you been to Japan before? No, I'd never been. I'd, I'd only been to Singapore briefly, which is a, a completely different world. Uh, so it was it was really awesome. I I don't know that end of August is the time I would recommend to others to, to visit Japan, especially coming from LA. It was typhooning, ninety percent humidity. And uh, you know some of the weather that we don't that we don't have here then, but otherwise it was a lot of fun, awesome culture, lots of great food, and a lot of fun shopping. And and for people who don't know the difference, we have two different ways that you can study abroad during FEMBA while you keep your job because these are these are very time intensive trips. It's not a semester abroad like oh you you studied abroad in undergrad right back in Italy. This is. In, in FEMBA, in graduate school, you go for basically how many travel days were you gone? A week or so? A little bit more than a week? Yeah, just a little over a week. So I was out of the office basically one one business week, but I was in Japan for a total of about nine days. Wow, that's a lot of travel in a short period of time. You, both of you guys have logged some miles. <laughs> well, I am I'm so glad that you were able to do that, and, and then that customized your your fall quarter because you've already taken the other offsetting elective, so now you have you have your brand new job and the global access program, but you're only basically taking one class this fall, so you can kind of free up some hours to put extra hours into a brand new job. That's right, and and with GAP, you're only required to be on campus on, on weekend days, um, a handful of uh, weekends throughout the entire project, so it's a little bit easier to manage um, rather than also having to go to class once or twice a week. Yeah, Gap was actually sort of already a flex delivery even before we had flex because it has such a unique schedule itself. So, well, um, Gita and Blair and our listeners, um, thank you for this this episode of our podcast. For those of you who are in the student body, we hope you jump into the Fembaster experience this year. For those of you who are listening who will be in the future, 
uh, classes of Anderson, the class of 2020 and beyond. You will meet Gita and Blair as you learn about Anderson and, and apply to Anderson and, and become admitted. We, uh, we have it in our mind that this zero year is, is a part of your education and the thinking that you're doing as you think about why do I need an MBA, why graduate school, uh, why, why study business, why, why UCLA, why keep my job, all of those big forks in the road that you go through as you discern for yourself what you want your future to look like. Our ambassadors are here to give you a real, a real perspective on, on their experience personally, plus the experience they can share from their, their study group mates, their classmates, their, their peers in FEMBA. Um, we're in the future business, we always say uh, around here. Your future is our business, and we want to help you achieve things that are bigger than that. You can than those things that you can achieve on your own. So, um, Gita and Blair, thank you for your leadership. For all the other ambassadors listening to the podcast, thank you for your time and contributions. And uh, for everyone listening, thanks so much. We'll have another interesting podcast next week. Thanks for listening to Bemba Drive Time.